Um, so we are in the middle of a summer series um, called In the House, Cue Music. So family services. So if you don't know, all the children and young people are in with us for the whole of August. Um, and we look at the house and what our house should be like. So let's recap. The first week, you have to shout out your answers now. The first week, we had the hallway and the doorway, and we looked at what you bring into your house. Then, I've got to remember this. The second week was the garden, and we looked at spending time together and having fun. And then the rubber ducky, the third week, was the bathroom, and we looked at being clean and saying sorry and being right before God. So this week, we are doing the kitchen. And so the kitchen must be... Oh, wait, the song. We have to do it once. Do you remember? Who's in the house? God's in the house. Oh, so good. Okay, so the kitchen... Let's do that again. Who's in the house? God's in the house. Brilliant. Dave West is very good at it. He does this deepness that I can't do. He's butch, apparently. Uh, so, we're in the kitchen. I'm going to move on. Um, and we are going to talk about food, because that's, that's what's in the kitchen. Um, I, I love food quite a lot. Um, I, I eat a lot of food, and I'm now on a diet. <laughs> food is good. Does anyone else like food? There's a good amen from Alistair there. He has a wife who cooks amazing food. Who's in the house? <laughs> so good. Okay, Barney, you don't get to sit down for long. Are you reading the word or teaching the word? Are you feeding your children in your house or are you teaching them to feed themselves? Okay. Do you see what we've got out there? It's good. I even heard a little, ooh, I like that. Right. So basically, sorry, you're going to say something. No, basically... We wanted to give a bit of testimony about this because we got brought up in two very different households. Very different. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Becky, do you want to say the household you brought up in? Like, as in the reading the word of God and teaching and so on? So, so in my house, I have three big brothers um, and we all got trained to read the Bible. So, from a, the second I could read, um, I had to read the Bible for 15 minutes every single day by myself. I'd get the Bible read to me as a story time, but I had to have time where I read the Bible for myself. And I grew up in a household which was an only child, and all that was given to me was a King James Bible, which I had no idea what that meant, where it says thou and arts and all that sort of stuff, Old English. And I got told, read it whenever you want. That's what I got told. So now, jumping ahead 20 years... I still read the Bible every single day. No matter what happens, I read something of the Bible every single day because it's normal to me. It's a habit. It's natural. Whereas Barney, <laughs> he does read the Bible every day. I do read the day. Bible, but I find it really hard. It's hard to get into a routine. I don't know if, I'm not going to ask hands up, but I'm sure maybe some of us feel like that. It's sometimes you get up in the morning and you think, oh no, King James, uh-oh, I don't want to read that. I don't read a King James now. But it's really hard for me to get into the routine of reading the Bible. So I really have to dig deep and do it. Putting your alarm on snooze is a lot easier routine to yeah. get into. 
that's me. <laughs> um, so there is a verse, um, and I believe someone has it, but I'm going to have to run to them because I don't remember who has it or where they are. Okay. Um, Proverbs 22, verse 6. Some... Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Awesome, well done. Brilliant. So that's a really well-known verse, to train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he won't depart from it. If you're trained when you're young, you tend to do it. You're trained when you're younger to brush your teeth twice a day. Is anyone else trained by their parents? Brush oh, your teeth twice a day? Oh, not many people. I'm a bit worried about that. Is anyone <laughs> trained not to brush your teeth? Anyone? Or even I just wasn't. brush your teeth. Who was told to brush your teeth? <laughs> do you still brush your teeth? I'm really worried not many people put their hands up. I am not coming near you. You're going to smell. <laughs> so I don't mean that really. I'm sure you don't. Um, brilliant. Barney, I believe you have a question for everybody. I do have a question. Right, my question is, I only go around now. Put your hands up if you have a favourite food. If you're, you've got the most favourite food. Right, I'm going to come over here. Your hand was up first. I'd have to climb over chairs. Sorry, guys. Okay, what's your favourite food? Burgers. Burgers? Okay, is that good or bad food? It depends. <laughs> McDonald's burgers, good? No. Real Five Guys burgers? Mmm, yeah, good. Okay, what's your favourite food? Pasta and split peas. Oh my goodness, you're a healthy child. That's awesome. Is that good or bad food? Good food. Okay, hands up. Who likes food? Put your hand up. Come on, James. What's your favourite food? Uh, pasta. Pasta. Pasta by itself? Uh, like macaroni. Oh, nice. Is that good or bad? Good? If. We've got an if. Sorry, James. We've got an if. Right. Hands up. Two more. Hey, what's your favourite food? Rice and beans. Wow. Okay. Rice and beans. Very good. Okay. I might have been pointing over here. That's good food, I think. Where am I going? Okay. What's your favourite food? Sushi. Sushi? Ooh. I like sushi. Right, okay. Sushi. Is that good or bad? It's disgusting. I think some people think it's disgusting. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Hello. Okay, that's my questions done. You can, from this selection, see that there are some good things on offer for you to eat and some not so good things on offer to eat. And that is true for us and what we hear and what we read and what we listen to. So what are you feeding yourself? Are you feeding yourself something nice and tasty, or are you feeding yourself some green gloop? Because you get to choose what you feed yourself. And parents, how are you training your children? Do you get them to read the Bible before they watch junk on television? There's nothing wrong with watching a show on TV, but are they feeding the right stuff as well, and getting the right stuff in you? Um, so I have loads of Bible verses now. Are you ready? Funny, are you ready? ready. <laughs> They're all over the place. Deuteronomy chapter 11. Who's got that? Deuteronomy chapter 11. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and mind. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road. When you lie down and when you get up. Write them on the door frames of your houses and your gates, so that your days and the days of your children may be many in the land the Lord swore to give to your, give your ancestors 
as many as the days that the heavens are above the earth. That's such a gentle little polite round of applause. Um, brilliant. Who's in the house? Brilliant. Just checking. Checking you're still awake. Um, okay, so that says to fix God's words on your, in your heart and in your mind. How do you get something in your mind? You have to read it. How do you get it in your heart? You read it a lot <laughs> and you pray about it. it. Then it says, teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. That's like all the time. We're supposed to always talk about God's word. When I grew up, if I was walking to the shops with my mum or walking to the park, she would sing songs with me that were memory verses, that were scripture songs. And and anyone that spends any time with me, especially the youth, will know I can sing a song for almost any Bible verse <laughs> that there is, and some of them not very well. Barney gets it all the time. Yep, true. <laughs> um, okay, let's. who's got Deuteronomy 6? These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. So just to make my point, it says it again in another place. <laughs> it's really, really important because God says it so much. I could have stood here and given you thousands of Bible verses where it says, read the Bible, read the Bible, read the Bible. Tie them to yourself. Learn them. Teach them to your children. And there's one bit. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. And that's something that I have always done. Anyone that's been in any of my houses where I've lived have seen, would have seen Bible verses plastered on the walls on different places, written on my fridge with whiteboard markers, stuck in my bedroom. I've got, we've got a little notebook at home which has got Bible verses on and we flip and have a new one every single day. Put them everywhere. And then whenever you're worried about something or something's happening, you can see a verse straight away and it's instantly reminding you. It's brilliant. I love it. Okay, let's go. Should we do another verse? Um, who's got Proverbs 6? My son, keep your father's command and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Bind them always on your heart. Fasten them around your neck. When you walk, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. When you awake, they will speak to, they will speak to you. For this, command, for this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light. And correction and instruction are the way to life. Thank you very much, Matic. Very good. Beautifully done. Round of applause for Matic. Brilliant. Oh, Hannah didn't get a round of applause. Let's give Hannah a round of applause too. <laughs> so that one, there's one more, just so you know. That one, it says so obviously, mums and dads, you have to teach them. You have to teach them so that they can obey it, so that they can learn it. It's really obvious. Why? Because God's word will watch over you. For kids, if you're scared about something, or if you're worried, or if you're at school, or you're shopping, you're at a football club, if you have read the word of God, it's going to watch over you. And if you do what God says, then he watches over you, and it's a light. It's brilliant. And if you, maybe you've just done your GCSEs, or A-levels, or exams, maybe a degree, and you don't know what to do next, the Bible says, for this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction, and instructions are the way of life. The Bible will help you and show you where to go. It's brilliant. It's fantastic. Um, last one, Psalm 1. 
Whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law and day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in the season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do, they prosper. Brilliant. Round of applause. Thank you. So that's the last one now, I promise. It talks about if you read the word of God, whatever you do prosper. Just from reading the word of God, whatever you do prospers. So if you're a business owner and you're struggling, read the word of God. Get in the word because it's living and active. It's brilliant. I love it. Why, why did we do that and get you all to read? Because I'm training you to read the word. You're all my children today. <laughs> And you all need to read the word, get in the word of God. We've got to feed ourselves with the organic good stuff. <laughs> with no additives, but just the good stuff in it. Okay, awesome. So, now we've said about reading the right things, and, yeah, reading the right things and feeding ourselves. What we're going to do now is we're going to take a bit of time just to respond. And we're going to take a bit of time in family Family group. So if you're sitting in a family, in your group, just want you to sit together for this part, all right? But children in the group, what we want you to do is we want you to come forward. We've got some pens and paper down here. And what we want you to do, we want you just to listen to God for like a couple of minutes. And we want you to ask God, what are you saying to me? Okay? So guys who are, who are the children in the group, do you want to come forward? Do you want to grab a bit of paper and pen? If you don't, or adults, if you or don't adults, have a bit yeah. of paper, everyone's going to do this. So you don't have any paper. So basically, the stewards are going around. They've got pens, or we've got some pens down here if you need the pens. In your, in your welcome brochure, you should have a bit of paper in there um, where you can write some stuff down. But what we're going to do, we're literally... Yeah, come get on, it's fine. Um, what we're going to do is literally just take a couple of minutes and hear what God is saying to us about this subject. Or about anything, actually. Or about anything, yeah. Because whenever you take time, and you can get your Bible out, and God might show you a scripture. You can ask God, God, speak to me and show me something. And when you read the Bible, it speaks to you because it's living and active. And that's why we're doing this, because God's word for you is alive, and it does things. It changes things, and it can direct you. So if you want some paper, come get some paper, and then you can go back to your seats. Otherwise, we're going to have no room. Um, adults, there's some pens being around. If you need some, you can write on your phone in the notes. That's what I do. Ethan's just going to play, not because you need a keyboard player when you listen to God, but just because it helps us focus a little bit. <laughs> so God said to us this morning that he's going to speak to anyone here that listens. Everyone. So if you go, okay, God, I'm listening, he's going to speak to you. And for some of you, that might be really hard. And that's okay. Because this morning, there's a grace here for you to hear God. And it's going to start something new in your life where you can hear God. It might be that a Bible verse comes into your head, write it down. That all those Bible verses said, write down, write it down, make it plain. So we're just going to give you a few minutes. Barney, do you want to pray? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just going to pray. Yeah, Father God, we thank you that you speak to us daily. We thank you that you speak to us through your word. And right now, I just declare 
the ability for every single person's ears to hear you today, Father. We declare that grace to fall upon every single person right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. just as a help parents if you've got younger children give them a pen and paper because sometimes God shows them pictures and speaks to them and they might not be able to write but they can draw and God will speak to young children there are adults in here that God spoke to them at two years old and they started speaking out things so don't think because they're young they can't hear from God
Okay. As you've just heard from the Lord and that you've just received something, what we want you to do, if you are with your family or your hus- you're here with your husband or your wife, um, we just want you to get together and just talk to each other with what you've heard. Um, and if you're not married and you've come by yourself, just get together with some friends who, you, who you've come with and just share with them what you've got. Um, and you know what? If there's, some, if there's some young guys in your family, give them space to say what they've got. Because I tell you what, they have some powerful stuff. Really powerful stuff. Um, so yeah, if you just take a little bit of a minute just to come together and just share what you have.
brilliant. It's so encouraging when you share what God is saying to you with someone else. So encouraging. Husbands and wives do it because it gets you on the same, singing from the same hymn sheet, as it were. Listen to your kids because then you can hear what's on their heart and what God's speaking to them and help direct them. Listen to your friends so that you can be an encouragement to them. The more, I don't know about you, but the more I talk about the word, the more I talk about what God says to me, the more I get encouraged, the more I get built up, the more I'm determined to do something about what God said to me. That's why in life groups we talk about what was spoken about on Sunday, because it encourages you to do something with it, to to go for it. It's brilliant. (laughs) Thank you, Ethan. How easy was that? If, you, if it's something you've not done before and you find it hard, keep doing it. Take time. Take five minutes every day and just sit and listen to God and it gets easier and easier and easier and easier. So keep going with it. Don't stop. Um.